Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. In 2021, a former federal judge, Catherine B. Forrest, published a book entitled, quote, When Machines Can Be Judge, Jury, and Executioner, Justice in the Age of AI, end quote. While Judge Forrest made it clear that she was talking about narrow artificial intelligence, or AI, in her particular case, AI used in the context of our justice system, for example, AI implied to predict things like whether someone is likely to commit a crime again, or where it was most likely that a crime would be committed. The book focuses on this limited application of narrow AI. But the title could very well be applied in a much broader sense in which AI is not just used as a tool by law enforcement or bail bondsmen or judges, but in a world of strong AI, a machine could literally be a judge, jury, and executioner. It's this possible world in which machines have greater than human intelligence and what that kind of a world may mean for us humans in a negative sense that we look at on today's program. Today's program is the eighth in our series of brief overviews of various aspects of artificial intelligence. Since November of 2022, when ChatGPT made its public appearance, and when anyone who wished to give it a try could, AI has constantly been in the news. While graphics AI programs like Midjourney and Dolly 2 were available before ChatGPT, it was ChatGPT's ability to seemingly generate almost any kind of text, from computer code to academic journal papers to high school essays to poems that could win competitions in seconds, with prompts of just a few words that really began the popular tsunami of articles, posts, tweets, on and on about artificial intelligence and how it might impact our lives. What if strong artificial intelligence, often referred to as artificial general intelligence, or AGI, were to come into being within the lifetimes of those alive today? Could that happen? There's a growing sense among those working in AI that AGI could actually happen, and much more quickly than many of us thought even a few years ago. Jeffrey Hinton, often referred to as the godfather of AI, said in an interview with the New York Times in 2022, quote, The idea that this stuff could actually get smarter than people? A few people believed that, but most people thought it was way off. And I thought it was way off. I thought it was 30 to 50 years or even longer away, end quote. More recently, he told Wired Magazine, quote, now I think it's five to 20, end quote. What might happen if he's right? Back in December of 2014, Nobel Prize laureate Stephen Hawking offered his opinion of what such a development might mean. He told the BBC that, quote, the development of full artificial intelligence could spell the end of the human race. It would take off on its own and redesign itself at an ever-increasing rate. Humans, who are limited by slow biological evolution, couldn't compete and would be superseded." End quote. 
Fast forward from 2014 to May 30, 2023, when hundreds of technologists, including many working in AI, signed a one-sentence statement published by the Center for AI Safety. This is that single sentence. Quote, Mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war. End quote. Whoa. Extinction, pandemics, nuclear war, and AI in the same sentence? Not a comforting combination of words. But even if Hinton and others are correct about the not-so-far-off development of strong AI, must it mean a road to human extinction? Some think, instead of human extinction, that AGI could lead to human flourishing, a sort of virtual utopia, a view that we explored in a previous program in this series. But suppose Hawking and the signers of the 2023 one-sentence statement are correct, how might the development of what Werner Winge back in 1996 called ultra-intelligence, what's referred to more currently as artificial super-intelligence, a level of intelligence hundreds or a thousand times greater than any human intelligence, what if it were to come into being? Why might that lead to the possible extinction of humans? Some have asserted that super-intelligent machines that can improve themselves program themselves, communicate with one another on their own terms, supply the energy that they need to survive, set their own goals. In other words, machines that have no need or use for humans might simply decide humans are unnecessary and the machines could obliterate them. That is obviously a very extreme view. Others foresee a situation that's based on our human experience with other beings who are intelligent, but less intelligent than us humans. Think great apes or chimpanzees, for example. Believing ourselves to be humane, we keep them in zoos or preserves, and when we deem it necessary, run experiments on them for our benefit. Whatever the level, ranging from diminishment to extinction, there is the possibility that humans of the future are not in for a good time, or perhaps any time at all. Can we prevent what is to us humans a dystopian outcome of the development of AI, general or even superintelligence? In the eyes of many working in the field, and increasingly those outside of AI, the answer is to create guardrails for the future development of AI so that we can steer AI development away from such very scary possible futures. Yet, what we have now is a good bit of talk and very, very little action. Those who are in the best position to look forward are warning us and suggesting that voluntary self-policing of tech companies will not bring about a solution that will optimize our future as humans. Only government regulation, they say, preferably on an international level, will be able to prevent the darkest AI scenarios. But we're seeing a huge lack of political action, or even will, so far. That does not bode well for our children or their children, or, if Jeffrey Hinton is correct, for anyone under 60 who is alive today. 
We'll finish our Electronic Cottage mini-series on AI with some possible paths forward in its development, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.